0: week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're here to talk to you about yarn and witch stuff. Yeah. And we're still together. We are. This is unfortunately our last recording together.
1: Mm -hmm. It's our last day together too. I'm leaving tomorrow.
0: Well to start out with a little Fiber Coven news we kicked off our MCAL just today. Our Stripes in Space MCAL Mystery Knit Along starts on June 1st and runs through the end of July. You can find the pattern for that at Emily's Ravelry store, Kitty with a Cupcake, or you can email the Fiber Coven to be set up with a PayPal invoice and get the pattern emailed directly into your inbox.
1: Yes. And the pattern is $10 if you are not a member of the Fiber Coven or $5 if you are a member of the Fiber Coven. The pattern will retail for $7 to everyone on July 1st after the clues are done coming out. August 1st. July 1st. July 1st? Yeah. Hmm. Okie dokie. Yeah, because we said we did that because then people who don't like mysteries could still knit it really fast in a month if they want. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. That's why we did that.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Clue will come out every Tuesday of June, so come knit with us about space. And we just did a uh, YouTube and an Instagram Live where we chatted about the pattern and some nerdy Star Wars things. And they are posted on our YouTube and our Instagram TV, so you can go check that out if you want.
0: Yeah, we do have a couple videos up on our Instagram. The one that was from a few weeks ago is more about yarn choices. That Mm -hmm. would be good. If you're uh, still picking yarn for it, maybe go watch that one. And then if you just want to watch us chit chat about Star Wars, watch the one we did recorded today on June 1st. Yes. Hooray.
1: We also have another video up for you on YouTube, uh, which is a vlog from what we did our first weekend together here in South Lake Taco. It Sounds like, like Taco,
0: Tahoe, <laughs> Tahoe,
1: Tahoe. Uh, yeah. So, if you want to see what we did, uh, there's like cute videos of us doing stuff around town. Watch that; it's free on our YouTube.
0: Yeah. So, all of our travel vlog stuff will be available for free up on YouTube. So if you like that, you can maybe give the Patreon a try. Yeah. We'll bug you about that some other time. Mm-hmm. Now for the Yarny content.
1: Oh, I have one more oh. news, uh, which right. is that uh, my husband is helping to start a nonprofit with some of his friends, uh, and it's called the Louisville Jazz Initiative. And uh, they are working to provide jazz uh, education for free to different schools in Louisville. They're also working... Uh, with some mutual aid foundations doing like events doing jazz for free doing jazz at like voter registration rallies and that kind of thing it's really cool um if you want to check it out they're going to do all sorts of like community concerts they're going to sponsor artists in residence who are going to write new music and compose new music for it and it's super cool um so if you would like to contribute to that uh, you can go to louisvillejazzinitiative.com and they are currently uh getting an arts match grant from the louisville Fund for the arts uh association which basically they match all of the donations up to a certain amount of money and I think it's up to like 12 grand so if you want to make your dollar go farther um and the organization that's donating the money is Churchill Downs so if you want to take some money from Derby uh, (laughs) and uh give it towards jazz education that would be super rad and I will chat about that in future episodes as well and there will be They'll have like some interviews and performances and content on their
0: various social medias, Louisville Jazz Initiative, if you want to check that out. Yay, that's so exciting, providing jazz education for people who couldn't otherwise afford it. Yeah,
1: and the ArtsMatch grant is specifically a racial equity ArtsMatch grant theme this year. So all of the different projects are going towards different projects for racial equity. So if you want to check out the other ArtsMatch projects while you're on that website,
0: that could be cool as well yay Mm -hmm. awesome cool now actually for the yarny stuff yes, we didn't finish anything this week we were busy we were busy but we acquired plenty of things to make up for it
1: yeah it's fun (laughs) (laughs)
0: um so what have you been working on emily
1: i worked a lot on my toe up socks in the special fiber coven colorway while we were in the car and in various places in san francisco this weekend Mm -hmm. and i have this whole sock situation going on look at
0: all that sock
1: look at all this sock i just started doing my calf increases so yeah that's where i'm at and i did my funky wedge toe which freaked out lauren doesn't freak me out it
0: fits your feet lovely it does
1: i have pointy feet uh and i am gonna release this as a pattern for free for fiber coven members and for like two bucks for non-fiber coven members it's just my favorite toe up vanilla sock recipe it will include uh my calf increases that are available for free to fiber coven members like as part of the pattern written out nicely so that could be cool uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like working with this yarn that Lauren dyed up, the Witch's Brew colorway. I think um, it looks the good. purple stripes are my favorite. Surprising, no one. I also worked on this while we waited in line for
0: Dim Sum. Yeah, and Emily's using my high twist BFL base.
1: Yes, because I like BFL for socks.
0: We both like BFL for everything. Mm-hmm. But it makes particularly nice socks. It
1: does. So yeah, that's that project.
0: Should I show everyone my socks?
1: Yeah, show your socks.
0: I was feeling the Pride Month joy, so I decided that I should be working on some rainbow-colored socks. I have them all tangled up. Mm. There we go. So while I well was waiting for dim sum with Emily, I did most of a sock in some hand spun this is a hand spun it's kind of like a heavy fingering weight of my sock top blend that i dye and i did a rainbow pastel gradient you're
1: getting just into the purple i am getting
0: into the purple but it turns out my gauge or like my spinning wasn't super consistent and this that had 250 gram cakes and one of them is a little thicker than the other one so i'm going to kind of work these concurrently so these are on pause I did the Flegel heel and I started to increase for my calf because I want to just use up all the yarn. But I'm kind of putting this one that's almost done on pause and working on this one, which is going to have four last stitches because the yarn is a little thicker. Uh, so this one is a 60 stitch sock and this one is going to be a 56 stitch sock. And we'll just see how it goes. And hopefully when I get, I took measurements as far as inches go, not number of rows. And uh, we'll see how they turn out. Yeah. I'm excited. I have, I have hope.
1: They're fun. Mm-hmm.
0: What else have you been working
1: on? The other thing I have been working on is a new project that I started with some of the yarn I got here in South Lake Tahoe. And uh, it's some ribbing. Uh, I'm making like a sock head hat. I'm kind of making up my own sock head hat um, situation. This is one by one ribbing. And I did a nice uh, tubular tubular long tail cast on because i'm gonna fold it up and have a really long brim because that's my favorite kind of hat and i'm gonna make like a cute slouchy hat and i'm knitting this from a sock blank from storyteller yarn
0: in the jazz colorway in the
1: jazz colorway which is you know cute because my husband plays jazz mm-hmm. um yeah, and this is my
0: first time knitting from a sock blank, and it's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so this just looks like regular one-by-one ribbing. I know you do yes. usually do twisted one-by-one.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to do regular. I didn't want to do the twisted. I also, for folding the brim up, I wanted the extra like stretchiness space of not twisting it, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm doing it that way.
0: Nice. I think it's going to look super pretty. Is this going to be for you, or said jazz musician?
1: Well, it's the number of stitches for me, but it is pretty stretchy, so I could make it for him if I felt like being nice but i don't know if i feel like being nice so we'll see
0: it's looking great though thank you what do you have the last thing i've been working on is i cast on a project just to take down to the city and i cast on a ripple crop top pattern by Jessie may designer extraordinaire so i just have some three by three ribbing going on here I cast it on and I'm like, oh my God, this is so many stitches, even though I'm doing the second smallest size. And then I did some ribbing, and this is a little, it's very realistic for what is going to be a uh, crop top with a little bit of positive ease for me. Should be perfect. I'm really excited. I am using more of my hand spun.
1: You're so hand spun themed. I'm so
0: hand spun themed. This is my cake. This Giant is, cake. it's two ball, it's like eight ounces of yarn. So I did one skein, I think of my sock top blend as well. That was four ounces of that. I just did in a black, like a charcoaly black color, and then I had another skein that I picked up from Knits and Knots that was a Shetland, uh, and that was pops of neon with black as well. So this is a kind of like mm, muted neon thing going on. It's fun. I'm liking it.
1: Up really cool. I like how. the mar- yeah, the obviously.
0: yarn is barber pulled. It makes me happy. There are dark chunks, there are neon bits. it's It'll be good vanilla knitting. I'm excited because Emily's um, going to leave me and I'm going to be all by myself to watch all my TV shows sadly in the dark and yes. vanilla knit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's really what I've been doing. I have so many things that we're going to cast on, though, too. I know. I'm excited. I have to do my quarter two moon pouches yet, mm-hmm. and so many things. So many things. So that's what we've been working on. Here's now going to be the meat of the podcast is our acquisitions. We both bought a lot of stuff in San Francisco, like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a delightful time. I guess yeah. this will be like part like travel.
1: T- travel blog slash. What
0: we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd tell tell about it by, by store or like by section of town maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so first, uh we got we were staying uh kind of in between the North Beach and Chinatown, which is a really great location for dim summing, which we did a lot. It was so good. I'd never had dim sum before and now I have had dim sum multiple times and it was delightful. Oh, mhm. Yeah. So our first day, we kind of puttered around North Beach, which is San Francisco's Little Italy, which is where City Lights Bookstore is, which is like the ultra famous, like super California beatnik hippie establishment bookstore is. It was cool. It was really cool. It's multiple floors of books, great murals in the alley behind. It's, it's awesome. It's the authors are diverse and it's it's just great. Mm-hmm. i love bookstores i love bookstores and i love that bookstore. my uncle lived in the bay area his whole life and he used to take me to city lights as a little girl so it was really nostalgic i'm glad to see that the seeds of i don't know mutual aid and rebelliousness took seed mm-hmm. in me and now i'm full on ah <laughs> but i got three books there I got uh, Angela Davis, Women, Race, and Class. I had just read Freedom is a Constant Struggle by Angela Davis, and I thought I needed to read more of hers. And I'm pretty sure Audible didn't have this one. I generally prefer audiobooks, but if I can't get it, this is, you know, I'm excited to actually read it. So this is one of, like, her foundational works. I'm thrilled to read it. She's so – she sees everything at once like a deity. I wanted to also read some James Baldwin. He's been on my list forever. But um, I, like, tend to like nonfiction, so I got an essay collection from his, Notes of a Native Son. So perfect for – and then perfect for Pride Month. So you got some James Baldwin, and I got a smart people book called The Ethics of Opting Out on just a critique of queer theory and society and, like, societal handling of queer people and stuff. I was interested in learning more about heteronormativity and um, – compulsory heteronormativity and such Mm -hmm. and this seems to be a book about like finding one's own way within society which i am looking forward very much to reading and i hope it's not too over my head yeah what books did you get at city lights i
1: got some books as well oh god
0: they're heavy yeah you got some books
1: the first book is not heavy it is small And it has a great title. It's called Witches, Sluts, and Feminists Conjuring the Sex
0: Positive. We'll probably talk about that a little later.
1: Yeah, so I started reading it already while we were uh, going to bed in the hotel and stuff. And it's really interesting. Um, It's just like about the witch being like an archetype for people to persecute um, women and men of, of differentness. Uh, and how slut is the same thing in the modern culture and they overlap a bunch and it's super interesting.
0: We're gonna revisit that for a cult corner later on.
1: We are.
0: Yay! Yay. I very much liked hearing Emily tell me the cliff notes of what she was reading while we were in our hotel room winding down in the evenings. Yeah,
1: it was good. Um and then this book is a present for
0: Chad,
1: which is Bebop, a social and musical history and I enjoy trying to pick out jazz books for Chad, uh, it's uh it can be difficult um because we own many of them and uh you know he's only into like specific people and specific movements and stuff but i know he likes bebop and this is from the uc berkeley press so i'm guessing it doesn't have a super wide distribution so maybe he's never seen it before um so i'll have to report back on whether or not chad enjoyed my book choice but it's really dense it has a bunch of music in it there's some pictures of some people so i hope he likes it I'm sure he will
0: yes
1: and then my giant book (laughs) um I saw this and I really waffled on getting it because it's like huge and I could have gotten it at a different bookstore at home but I thought it would – it's nice to have things from, like, your travels, so I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is uh, the Occult Witchcraft Ma- and Magic, an Illustrated History. And it's a big illustrated book with a bunch of witchcraft history and occult history, and I'm so excited to read it. I haven't unwrapped it yet because I thought that it would travel home best in its nice shrink wrap, but you can kind of see a little bit of the illustration there. Um yeah, I'm very excited for this book. I love illustrated books.
0: Yay. And then on the weekend we made our way to Japantown. hmm And we went bananas in the stationery store as well as other places. So I guess this is gonna be our J Town loot. hmm So what did I get? Uh, Got These great Star Wars stickers. They are good. They're hilarious. They're wild. So if you win maybe the stri- uh, giveaway for the Stripes in Space MCAL or anything Star Wars related, you might get a sheet of stickers from this. At the big bookstore, I got this little gg studio ghibli mini plastic puzzle and it was really satisfying to do in the hotel room i was um a little unsober in the hotel room and i had a delightful time just putting together this wee clicky puzzle and it's gg from kiki's delivery service
1: yeah i got a couple of the same type of puzzles too i got uh spirit away for myself and i got totoro as a present for my sister Cause we grew up watching Totoro together and these are the cool like clear plastic puzzle pieces that look like stained glass so that's fun
0: it was very satisfying of course we went nuts in this stationery store oh wait yeah. i also got a little blind box agretsuko honestly i think as much as this was delightful and i loved opening it um this might be something my pets play with because they're good boys too but it's cute it's a little agretsuko it's cute uh, we went bananas in Mido, the stationery store. I just got some replacement pens for the things that I wear out, the some Tombos that I use frequently, and a plastic nib micron, which is my daily driver of pens. And then I got um, a bunch of journals. So Emily is a big fan of the Electrum 1917, so I thought I'd try out one of their skinnier ones. Mm-hmm. So I got this, maybe for a dream journal, maybe for a grimoire. And then I got a couple uh, pen holders to stick into a journal. These are also from Lecterm 1917. And then I was going to try some new-to-me journals. And these are from the brand Mossery. And they just look like dot grid journals with some cool, like, spacey, celestial lunar designs on them. So we shall see how these are. I have not unwrapped them yet. Nice. What did you get at the stationery store?
1: Oh, you know, pens and stuff. I got these Emote Everfine pens um, that are by the Mitsubishi Pencil Co., and uh they're really cool they have neat plastic nibs that aren't supposed to wear out they're like more substantial
0: mm-hmm. than like
1: your micron plastic nibs and i really like this set of colors and bonus this little plastic part at the bottom is a stand for the pens to stand up on your Nifty. desk which excites me i also got this little barren fig dot journal so wee it's so small and cute and it has a nice like lay flat um, book binding design which is nice to draw in so I don't know this might be like a
0: little doodle book. The nice thing about the Mido stationery shop is they usually have a journal of each type out for you to look at and feel the paper and you can test out all the pens you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah and then I also got a I say luch term I
0: don't mm-hmm. know if it's term or luch term. I don't know either. I'm
1: guessing it's luch term.
0: Uh, I don't speak any northern European languages. Yes
1: I got just My purple 1917 dot, uh, and this is going to be my new bullet journal when my current bullet journal runs out. And I got it because I didn't have to pay shipping, and I got to support a cool shop, and their prices were good on it. Uh, And I got the matching purple pen loop so I can be all matchy, matchy, matchy. And I already have a bunch of stickers picked out to put on the cover of this.
0: Yay! We got so many stickers.
1: Yes. I also got stickers, um, and my stickers were actually
0: from the bookshop. Which is um, right across the way from the stationery shop if you ever visit Japantown in San Francisco.
1: There we go. Uh, I got these Disney Sumsum stickers, uh, a book kind of like the book of Star Wars stickers that Lauren got. And I think I'm going to give these to my mom, who really enjoys stickers. And uh, she, like, makes little notes and stuff. Uh, and then I got this similar sticker book of Sumiko Gureshi characters – just like being cute eating food stacking on top of each other like they do and these stickers I got at Mido um, just to like stick in my bullet journal when I don't feel like drawing stuff I got this cute little like peachy penguin who's like on little cute peach flavored foods and I got these cute witchy stickers Yay. there's like crystals and moons and some like frogs and stuff they're they're fun mm-hmm. yes and then I got this sticker um, at the Mido gift shop, which mm-hmm. just, it says, I'm just here for the dumplings. Nice. Um, and we ate many dumplings, so it was very relevant. So many.
0: Yeah, when we were in Japantown, we were also able to meet up with our friend Yelly, who's Yelly Knits are on the internet, and a designer as well, and she gave us wee presents, yes. too. I have a couple more things before oh. we do that, I've discovered. Um, right. I
1: got this ink at Mido, mm-hmm. um, which is the Pilot blant uh brand, brand, I can't speak, and uh, it's the Momiji colorway. Momiji! Which is fun, because that's the name of a Fruits Baskets character. That's Emily's favorite character. It is. And uh, it writes really like bright raspberry pinky. Um, I've already used a sample of this from Goulet Pens, and I was excited to pick up a cute little mini bottle of it. And I also... Got a Sumiko rement. Remint. Uh, I usually pick one of these up if they are available to me. And they're just like cute little super tiny like dollhouse looking fake foods.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I'm not taking
1: them out of the package so I don't lose pieces. But I got a cute little cat shaped bread and some matcha pudding. They're very adorable. And the last thing I got at the Mido gift shop was this extremely
0: Tiny tarot deck. It's so small. I bent a lot of the cards trying to shuffle it, I must admit. That's okay.
1: I think they unbent
0: They're so tiny. Yeah, here's
1: little Ace of Cups. It's so small. <laughs> <sweet. laughs> They're like
0: an oh, inch Indiana. and a
1: quarter tall and like three quarters of an inch wide. And it's a full deck it's in It's a there. full deck. It's so The full sweet. tarot deck. So yeah, I, I was really excited about my ridiculously tiny tarot deck.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, now we can talk about Yelly. Oh, yeah. Yelly's lovely in person, and she is on the internet, and she brought us little treats. She brought us a little case full of wee stickers and stitch markers, which Mm -hmm. was so sweet, and some Burt's Bees, and a little loom, and some snacks, and some witchy celestial crystal iwashi tapes. So thank you so much, Yelly. Thank you. Yeah,
1: she got us the loomy, which is really great for making tiny weaving so maybe if Yelly does her small weave along again this year we could join in and make some small weaves yes
0: and little snackies too I'm excited to try this out
1: yeah, snacky. I might
0: try it right after we're done recording.
1: That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, but we got some tasty ramen with Yelly. so good. It was good. We got some tasty ramen, and we dished out the tea together. Yeah. It was lovely. hmm and earlier in the day, we had bubble tea and takoyaki. So much good food. hmm Then in our adventures, we also went to The Hate, where we went to Firebird Yarns. Mm-hmm where I discovered I lost my phone and Emily got it back for me because she's a champion. I left it in an Uber, Mm -hmm. but it was eventually returned to me. Thank you to our kind Uber driver. million thanks, friend. Mm -hmm. But while we were dealing with that, Firebird Yarns was very nice to let us hang out. And what better place to wait for responses from an Uber driver (laughs) than amongst a bunch of squishable yarn. Yeah. So should we show off together what we got? Yeah, we got the same thing. We got the same thing. We got Mitchell's Creations skein of fingering weight in the drunken unicorn uh, colorway, which is black and rainbow, because we thought we needed our titties to match, and we're going to have matching ripple bra. We're
1: going to be so cute. I want to start mine like today. Like
0: right <laughs> Meow. It looks so yeah. good. I'm so excited. I hope that I
1: have a cute little pride bralette.
0: Yeah, we wanted to have pride bralettes because it's pride month. Mm -hmm. I will unfurl mine. You can keep it. I'm going to keep
1: mine so it stays nice. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, look
0: at it. Uh. Oh, it's so good. It's
1: so good. Yeah, so it's a black skein with uh, two super bright neon rainbow patches that go through the whole rainbow Spectrum and uh and want yeah so it'll make tisans. really cute little micro stripes of rainbows
0: i am so thrilled to put this on my boobs you have no idea we're gonna have to cast at least cast this on during pride month mm-hmm. but this is probably going to be our like shot girl summer like mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah because you know once you're fully vexed, you're good to be- get out there sun's out guns out yeah something like that sun's out tits out Yeah, tits out, free the nipple, Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. So matching bralettes in this ultra-awesome, rainbowy pride-happy yarn.
1: Yes, I'm so excited.
0: I guess we should say that we're not straights. Do we have to keep saying that? Does everybody know? Yeah. Does it matter? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We're not heteros. It's true. But that's okay if you are, too. We like you anyway. We like heteros, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm chill ones
1: we're married to some
0: yeah we're both in hetero marriages
1: and then i got a bonus thing at firebird yarns which was this really pretty mini skein of i am fully spun yarn mm-hmm. uh, it's in the raven colorway and this is gonna be a prize for the mcal mm-hmm. Yay!
0: And they were also sweet and gave us little samples of Soak. Emily got the unscented one and I got the fig because I love the fig and I'm almost out. And they gave us stickers too, but mine is already in my bullet journal.
1: I stuck mine in a bag of stickers somewhere.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So after hanging out in lovely Firebird Yarns, we explored the hate, which... uh, fulfilled Emily's stereotypes of what California would be like. It smelled like marijuana. It which, did. It really
1: did. It really <laughs> did. There were
0: lots of new agey metaphysical shops. There were lots of aging white hippies selling Tibetan wares. Mm-hmm. There was um, psychedelics, lots of psychedelic stuff going on. There was a giant lots of pi- glass stores. Lots of hand blown glass, a fake pair of giant legs sticking out of an upper story window. Mm-hmm. Street vendors selling gems, which is apparently not something that happens that in nor- in the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently our street vendors run a little hippie-ish here in sunny California.
1: Mm-hmm. The weather
0: was really nice. It
1: was really nice. Mm-hmm. And we went into a cute little gifty store and got I know. some things there. I got some great cards. And the name of the store was Your Favorite.
0: I got a Father's Day card with Neil deGrasse Tyson for my dad, who is a scientist.
1: I also got a space-themed Father's Day card. It was just, like, cute little planets. It says best dad in the universe. And then
0: I got some birthday cards because these were just great. Well, this one's Princess Bridey, and this one is Star Warsy. Adrian, when you get, if you watch this, I don't think you watch these. Be surprised, act surprised when you get this in the mail. I mm-hmm. thought of you when I bought it.
1: I got this cute little, like, really tiny glass. I got small things. I like small things. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this little tiny glasses case that's by Kiegerland, and it's just like a buffalo plaid glasses case. It, like, snaps shut like a glasses case. I stamped it on my finger just now. Uh, and I thought it would be good for Chad to not lose his
0: earbuds. You're such a good wife getting things for your gentleman. I abandoned him for so long that I got mm-hmm. him lots of little presents. Yeah, we both got stickers from this local I artist out of San Jose. Too. We both got this Baby Yoda drinking boba, mm-hmm. which was just too precious. And we were thrilled to learn that this is from a local um, local artist, local mm-hmm. BIPOC artist at that She also did one that was a little rice cooker, and I got the little rice cooker sticker, and that is currently in my bullet journal. I also got these fun, nerdy Calavera stickers, and they are, oh, it says printed by Sticker Robot, but I don't know if that's the artist. I got a little Mando, and I got a little Trooper, and I got a little Tina Belcher in uh, De Los Muertos Calavera style, and I thought they were great. Those are fun.
1: I got this heart with succulents on it sticker that says suck it, suck it, for my sister. I got this cute little Gigi Kiki's Delivery Service sticker for me. And I got this cute calcifer sticker for Chad to put on something if he wants. If not, mm. I'll take it for him. You should
0: put it inside that little case so it's a surprise for him when he opens it.
1: Oh, I should. I'm going to do it now. Uh, and then this is what the Firebird Yard sticker looks Mm -hmm. like because it was in my bag with all my other stickers
0: Mm -hmm. that's all the stuff I got
1: I have one more category of stuff (gasps) which is pens oh I don't think
0: this right boo Boo. ow (laughs) (laughs) quit doing that she keeps snapping the keys on her finger
1: so we also went to the Lamy flagship store in San Francisco because I like fountain pens Uh, and I did get a pen for me, which was, I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. And I got a cute pink, oop, my converter fell out. I got a cute pink Safari. So I already have the purple Safari and mine is the 2020 limited edition one. So it's a matte, uh, texture and I kind of wanted one of the shiny ones. And I thought I could put two different colors in, I like to use my Lamy to draw. Uh, I put the extra fine nib on it and it's like my on-the-go drawing pen. Uh, So I thought I could have two different colors of ink or two different weights of lines for drawing with my second safari and that that would be fun for me. And the other thing I got is a really fancy birthday present for Chad. I don't think I'm going to open it out of the box because it's all like nice and packaged in here. But if you are a fountain pen person and you are curious i got him the i think it's the Lamy studio in turquoise um, and they were nice and let us test all of the pens and i really wanted to test them because chad doesn't like the triangle grip on the lami safari so i wanted to make sure that he'd be able to hold this nicely and this one doesn't have the triangle grip and it has a nice uh metal body so hopefully he will not destroy it yay yay That was all my things.
0: Yeah, and that's a brief uh, history of where we went around in the city. Aside from all the dumplings we ate. Aside from all the dumplings we ate, but those are all up on our Instagram. Emily found us the best dumpling house that was in a back alley, and, like, it was just the best dumplings. We went back two nights in a row. I think the waitress noticed. Nice. (laughs) But it was good. We ate so many soup dumplings. Yes. The soup yummy. dumplings were out of this world, and the egg, the steamed egg custard buns that were the sweets, They're out really of this good world ones. good. I, I've never had such tasty dim sum in my whole life.
1: It was so good, uh, and that was Hung a Tea Room, if you are in the San Francisco area and want really good dim sum. It is in an alley across from a basketball court.
0: It's a really nice little park. public park area in this alley for, for the youth. They had a... Basketball courts, a you know, a kind of like traditional jungle city, jungle gym thing, and a workout area for older people. And yeah, I thought that they've was been really nice dim sum there since
1: 1920.
0: Amazing, yeah. you can tell it's so good.
1: It is so good. We also went to Good Mongkok Bakery a couple times, uh, and they had really good sweet dim sum in the morning for breakfast. We had really amazing egg tarts.
0: For breakfast, life changing.
1: Yeah, they were so good.
0: My first sesame balls there; they're very good.
1: Yeah, I don't even. I'm not a huge fan of the sesame balls, but I'm thinking maybe that's because I haven't had them as fresh before because they were really good fresh.
0: We also had amazing savory dim sum from them Mm -hmm. in the afternoon. We got some shrimp dumplings, shrimp and chive dumplings. Yeah, it was a really Mm -hmm. good barbecue pork bun. Way better than the ones I used to get at Ranch 99. Mm -hmm. Cool. Did you want to have a brief a cold corner now? Sure. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of talk about those opening themes in the book Emily's been reading, which is what, Sluts, Witches, and Feminism? Yes. Tell us more. Teach us. Teach us what you've learned.
1: Just, like, talking about the role of the witch in society and how kind of, like, putting the witch label or the slut label on any undesirable member of society and making that a way to be able to like get rid of them or persecute them Mm -hmm. uh and like back in the early middle ages like witches were kind of like okay and in medieval times like they were like kind of healers and uh people that you would go to if you had problems uh but forbid midwives yes uh but then they uh kind of You know, the church decided that they didn't like that, uh, even though they used to be cool with it way back in the day, uh, and just started to ostracize people. Uh, It's a way to take away power from uh, women and femmes uh, by saying that they're evil, basically. Or sluts. Yeah, or sluts. I mean, slut is kind of like the modern evil, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're a bad person for being promiscuous.
0: And they say that... Too like, in common colloquialisms about any queer people, there is the stereotype that all queer people are sluts, mm-hmm. which is very not true.
1: Yeah, and about how, like, slut-shaming, is, women will use slut-shaming against each other in a way to continue to uphold the
0: patriarchy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Whereas this never happens to men.
1: Yes. Or it does, but uh, less so than women. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and probably to hetero non-normative men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah of course yeah so uh
1: we were kind of talking about this book and thinking about because we're talking about star wars for the mcal mm-hmm. and we were kind of thinking about how different ways that like magic is portrayed in star wars because of, of course the force is like basically it's magic, just magic right i mean they can like levitate things with their brains and like move rocks and Mm -hmm. predict things and like jump off of big buildings etc
0: and honestly there weren't female jedi and like, that actually had speaking roles. There were background female Jedi in the prequel trilogy, but it wasn't until the Clone Wars series that female Jedi got names and speaking roles. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there was, like, in all the other, like, books and lore and stuff, but I think that was really interesting, certainly through the original trilogy and through a lot of the prequels, women were not allowed to be the good wizards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and. I guess um, women
0: weren't allowed to wield magic at all.
1: Yeah, and even in uh, the Clone Wars animated series, the Night Sisters are a specific sect of magic users in Star Wars lore. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of coded more like the stereotypical Western image of what we have of a witch. Mm -hmm. Um, They, like, have big cauldrons of potions, and, like, when they do magic, like, when Jedi do magic, there's no, like,. Visible thing of the magic happening. They just like levitate stuff and it happens. But mm-hmm. these Night Sisters, there's like glowing green light whenever they do something and it's like portrayed as kind of sinister.
0: That's a good point because a Jedi can just manipulate someone's free will with just like these are not the droids you're looking for, but the Night Sisters. Like you see this visible like green gas floating through the air.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Although they are supposed to be a different sort of force wielder, it is that classical witch thing. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about that is they did depict their planet as matriarchal, which is sweet. Which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That that was that was neat, and like that really guess it does pit the like good like white man wizard against the uh, non normative woman because mm-hmm. these women are not, are not like tri- like they de- I mean it's a cartoon they all have sexy bodies but they're definitely kind of witch-like in the face and they have a lot of tattoos a lot of them are bald most of, a lot of them are bald they have tattoos they're warriors they're kind of like uh, dryad amazonian presenting mm-hmm. which is interesting and then like their planet is the one that Darth Maul and all his like dude bros come from too so like definitely their planet is ruled by the evil female witches and they have these funky looking dudes yeah
1: yeah. Also, the evil space wizards in Star Wars kind of fit more into those like Western witch stereotypes. Like they're they wear more black, mm-hmm. they use red lightsabers, uh, but they also do a lot more like kind of like evil witchcrafty sort of stuff, right? Like they, I mean, they you see the Emperor like over a cauldron sometimes in some bits when he's like doing things mm-hmm. and. They have a lot more, like, I don't know if it's, like, hieroglyphics, but they have, like, their, like, little Sith language that's, like, on a bunch of their stuff, and it's, mm-hmm. like, kind of runic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just thought those were interesting ways, like, the way the... In the original trilogy, they were just white men, Jedi, I guess, and Yoda. But, like, even through the prequel trilogy, they were very much, like, heteronormative stereotypes of both men and women Mm -hmm. doing, like, doing the magic in a good way, a non-visible way, like a quote-unquote ethical way. Whereas, really, it's all all the same magic they're wielding. Mm -hmm. I did appreciate how it brought both... The how throughout the Clone Wars it made both Maul and Ahsoka into non affiliated independent force users, which is good. But they that was that was that could be some interesting coding there because they're both uh humanoid but not human colored, Mm -hmm. they're both somewhat other, they both have fun colored skin tones,
1: Mm -hmm. horns, and head
0: tails. They have cool lightsaber fights in the end of Clone Wars too. That was great. That's true. Good yeah, stuff. that was our
1: kind of mini occult corner for this episode because we talked so much about what we bought in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, are we ready to uh, do a little promo and wrap up? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So as you heard about, we do have an MCal going on. It starts now and it goes through the end of July. So come play along. It's, um, the Discord is free to get into. We would love to have you there in the Fiber Cup and Discord. Um, also, quarter three of the Power of the Full Moon Club is available in Emily's Etsy shop. And tell us a little about the Power of the Full Moon Club.
1: Um, the Power of the Full Moon Club is a monthly club, but you purchase it in quarters, so you'll be, quarter three will be July, August, and September's kits. And in each kit, you get a mini skein dyed by the lovely Lauren. You get a pattern uh, for a spell pouch uh, that are all mystery patterns, and you can see the previous ones on my Ravelry and Pay Hips if you want. You get an art postcard with art that's drawn by me. The postcards have a ritual on the back for a theme to each full moon, and there's a nice little wax seal on there as well. and you get some extra bits and bobs in there that might be like for the ritual they might be like notions and you also get a themed tea light that's hand poured by me so i Uh think it's a really fun club uh lots of people who have been doing it have been enjoying
0: it which makes me very happy uh and yeah you'll you'll have a little witchy thing to do each full moon Mm -hmm. and so quarter three is july september and october and that is buck moon sturgeon moon and heart Harvest moon Mm -hmm. and
1: that is going to be up through i think june 6th is the day i say it's this friday it'll be up through this friday and then i will be closing the pre-orders because we have to make the kits
0: yeah so sign up now Mm -hmm. and then uh lastly i will be putting up for sale all the sock blanks that emily and i dyed together and i will show you bunches of them now yay wrestle 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 lots of wrestling happening Mm -hmm. So these four are the ones that Emily dyed. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be selling these as a set. They're each inspired by a tarot suit. Yeah. So they're based off of the elements. So there's going to be cups, which is watery. Swords, which is airy. It's kind of like a sunrise or a sunset. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Swords. No. This is wands. Wands, which is fire. And it's very fiery. Yeah, it's like a... Black mm-hmm. to red to yellow gradient. It's really nice. I'll put up tons of pictures. And then pentacles, which is earthy, and that one's a gradient and goes kind of from more saturated to less saturated. You mm-hmm. can just make a pile. I have a milk crate to put them in. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I did some inspired by tarot cards. This one is the High Priestess, and I took pictures of them next to the cards, so that should be fun. The High Priestess. This is the Three of Cups. It's very colorful. I liked it. And these are based off the Smith Wade. Mm-hmm. And these are uh, Emily's, where the set is double knit sock blanks. These are single knit sock blanks on my matte sock base. This one is Strength. One of my favorite cards. They're all my favorite. I like them. The Fool. Very autumnal. I liked it. And the hanged man. Uh-huh. I think this one turned out good for having all primary colors. I was nervous, but it turned out fun. Yeah. And then there's one more double knit sock blank that we made Mr. Valkyrie, my spouse, dye.
1: And I took a bonus video for the covered members of him dyeing it, so that will be amusing Mm -hmm. to watch later
0: yeah and it's light greens with some blues and grays and it was inspired by aspen trees which are native to tahoe area and the rest of these are single knit sock blanks on my shimmer base we have this gorgeous painted one that emily dyed and it's called flower pond it's kind of greeny blueys with painted flowers on either end Mm -hmm. and then i have this nebula one which is kind of spacey kind of gray with black speckles and some colors in the background. It's principally green in the background but there's some other colors as well. This one was kind of inspired by uh, the backgrounds in all the Studio Ghibli movies and it's kind of blues and greens with some black and earthy speckles. It's very fun. I called this one Sea Storm it's a grungy base with some kind of aqua colors and black speckles it's very tempestual yes and the last one I called fairy dawn which is the one we took a video of me dying this one so if you want to learn how to dye some sock blanks we will have a video up and it's kind of pinks and purples and oranges and speckles and some aqua speckles it's fun yeah and these will be available Sunday, June 6th at 9 a.m. Pacific time mm-hmm. for all your sock blankie needs. Yeah. Hooray. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking for us anywhere around the internet, you can find my hand-dyed yarns at Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy. And you can find my profile on Instagram as Valkyrie underscore Fibers.
1: Yes and you can find me on Instagram as kitty with a cupcake. You can find my patterns on Ravelry as kitty with a cupcake and on Payhip as kitty with a cupcake. Losing my voice. You can find uh candles and the power of the full moon club in my Etsy shop, which is also kitty with a cupcake.
0: And you can find us together everywhere as Fiber Coven on Patreon, on Instagram and fibercoven.com. Yeah. We're getting eventually getting a new website soon, yeah, too. Yes,
1: soon we'll have a fancy new website for Yay. all things fiber
0: covered. Sweet. So that is it for us. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. We hope you have a great week. And until next time, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.